Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Hey, it's your boy Toffee, a.k.a. Street Fancy. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. I was two events for elementary Walking in designer, check my laces, they from Italy Alright, today we got my boy Taffy hopping off the porch with us today What it is, what it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Been jumped off the porch For sure Now we back on the porch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What you down here in Atlanta working on? Oh, uh, you know, promo, you know, uh, interviews uh, for Street Clarity Let me see, I got Street Clarity um, And hitting the clubs, getting the music heard Letting the whole Atlanta know that a nigga from Miami by direct shop, you feel me? For sure that. How does it compare working in Atlanta versus working back home in North Miami? Um, it's different. You know, a lot of people like here, like, they more like turned up, like, to my shit. And, you know, people, they, they, they fuck with me back home too, but it's like a different energy out here. Like, they really like, nah, this is hard. Like, they stopping me everywhere I'm at type stuff. But that's how it is where people don't, where you, where you go places where people don't know you at. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. What's life like back in North Miami for those who don't know? Um, shit, Zoe Nation, like, number Zoes around there, man. Zoes and, you know, you got some Spanish, you know, some Chicos, but, um, it's really like a, a Haitian community. You know what I'm saying? We, we out to get money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, we ain't gonna go into detail, but no, don't do that. yeah, niggas, yeah, niggas slime foreign in North Miami. Yeah, yeah. How would you describe your childhood coming up in such a close knit community with so many others just like yourself? Um, you know, you sometimes you become a product of your environment. You just gotta branch off and do your own thing. You know, you ain't gotta do the same exact things as everybody else. Just branch off, do your own thing, and you know, see where where it's gonna take you at. Show sure that. When would you say you jumped off the porch? Uh, I jumped off the porch, like what? Shit. Probably like 13, 12, 13, 13. Yeah, 13, I really jumped off the porch, yeah. When would you say you experienced life for what it is and figuring out what it was on your own? I'm still experiencing life. Yeah, you, you ain't never gonna experience everything. When I think, when I be thinking I seen it all, hell no, boy. It'd be more, it'd be more, it'd be more stuff that's gonna shock you or be like, damn, like, you feel me? I'm still experiencing life. This shit crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would you say is the biggest obstacle you had to overcome this far, or the biggest life lesson you learned? Shit, going to prison. That's the biggest obstacle, especially how I went to prison. You know, my my first time getting put in handcuffs. I got seven years. No background, nothing, just for a nigga telling. 
That's a, that's a, that was another life experience. But you know, I overcame that obstacle though. See where I'm at. You know, as soon as I got out, I hit the ground running. I ain't play. Seven years, that's a long time. Seven years is a long time. Especially for somebody that never been to jail before. Yeah. For sure. So what did you learn during your time away? I read up on stuff and, you know, I meditated, prayed, understood life a little better, started writing, became a rapper. You know, now it's benefiting me. Like, you know, I, but <clears throat> I had my A, Bs, and Cs, you know what I'm saying? Rap was the top, then I had my B, then I had my C just in case, you know? I ain't gonna sell myself short now. What game would you give a young nigga or anybody for that matter that can learn from your situation? Um, what game? Having too much friends is never a good thing. My mom used to tell me that. My old girl used to tell me that when I was a jit, like, you like friends too much. But I never was the type of nigga that hang in big cliques. Like, I don't like hanging in big groups of niggas. I don't really care for hanging around niggas all day long and all that shit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loner. Like, I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm fine alone. But friends is your worst. Sometimes your worst is, like, not all friends, but, like, have them. Allowing just people to just be, 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 you know, get close to you, that shit don't be good, bro. And, and you know, you gotta learn how to, you gotta learn how to, like, not let certain things get to you. Like, you know how you, when you're in school and motherfuckers just be fucking with you, like, oh, I bet you won't go, I want, bet you won't go push him, or, yeah. or I bet you won't go try him, shit like that. And then everybody, damn, you do it and you gonna do some dumb shit. Now you done get your, got yourself caught up in some shit. Like, no crashed out. Yeah, don't be no crash dummy. You gotta have your own mind, bro. You gotta know how to not to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't let that shit bother you. Like, you know what type of person you is. If you ain't built for that, you ain't built for that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just be honest with you. When you honest with yourself, nobody can't not help but to respect you. Like, if you know you ain't no fighter, you ain't know you ain't no shooter. You don't gotta be that. You be yourself. I got homeboys that's not into that. And I'd rather be around them niggas than the niggas that's, that's pump faking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, real shit. When would you say you started making music? I started writing in jail. You remember like the first rap you ever came up with? The first song I wrote, it was, um, I think something called like Real Life, some shit like that. But every song I wrote in there, I never used since like when I got out. I wrote like over 300 songs. I ain't never using that one. Nah, no, no? Nah. Crazy. I ain't use nothing. So what was your first studio session like back at home once you were free? Oh yeah, nah, see that was different. For me to learn how to rap on a beat. Yeah. That was yeah, I had to get used to my hearing my voice. I ain't I hated hearing my voice. I hated how that shit sound. Cause in jail you wasn't beatboxing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, yeah right? bro, I hated that shit, boy. I hated hearing myself. I hated it. Like it hurt my nerves, bro. And I started asking other engineers and like, dog, am I tripping? Like they're like, nah, every rapper go through the same thing. Like they don't, nobody likes hearing their they voice at first. And I started swagging my shit more than I, I could take, I could, you know, tolerate it type of shit. But after that, I had a niche. What motivated you to start taking it serious? That, that's just me. Anything I'm gonna put my time into, I'm gonna take it serious. I don't believe in wasting time. Like, just to waste time. This, this, especially rapping, effort, money. That's why I, I can't. I don't understand people when you go into the studio all the time, you rapping and you just saying, oh, I'm just doing it as a hobby, I don't want to take it serious. I mean, unless you got money to blow, 
But most of these niggas that be doing that shit, they don't be rich. They don't be having, that shit take money and time. Like, I ain't finna play with that. Show that. That's money I could have put in something else if I didn't want to become a rapper. You feel me? They ain't no telling you gonna get that money back. Nah, that's real. Yeah. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Um, back in the day, I, I was definitely a Wayne head. Like, I used to listen to Will Wayne a lot, bro. That's him, like, Jay-Z and, you know, DMX, Ross, T.I., Jeezy, like, them type of, you know. Real hip-hop heavyweights. Yeah, like, you know, me growing, I was growing, you know, growing up and as a kid, that's, now it's different. You know, I, I got a lot of, uh, the guys that's out now, like, Thug, Future, Meek, Lil Baby, Gunner, like, all, you know, I follow they shit, too. Dolph, the Baby, you feel me? I fold all this shit too. Speaking on one of your musical influences, you actually have a record with Rick Ross and Bobby Fiscale on your new project, Street Clarity. Yeah. Talk to us about how that record came together. Benny Hanna, that was one of them, uh, my dog loaded up Carl. He made that he made that beat. He sent it to me. He said, This is you right here. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is me. And I wrote the hook, wrote the verse. I hit Sam Sneak up, DJ Sam Sneak. I was like, Yo, I need Ross on it, on the song. He was like, Man, send me your best record. I said, I got one for him already. I sent it. And then the next day, Ross sent the verse back. He was like, yeah, that's hard. Like, but that Benny Hanna, that's like, I, I heard Ross on it, you feel me? So I was like, and then Bobby, that's my dog, you feel me? I fought with Bobby, threw Bobby on there. He was talking that shit. So I threw him on there. But that's one of them, that's one of them, them shits where like, you could bump anywhere. As soon as you wake up in the car, gym, club, all that. Not to mention, Street Clarity is a DJ drama against the Grizzlies hosted project like you bringing that real mixtape girthy sound back yeah I, I was dying to do that yeah because it was quiet for a minute i wanted to wake some shit up like yeah. that's what that's that's the type of shit i be on like i want to wake some shit up like they're not gonna this how i'm coming is not like it's like how real music was like before like what back in but before what 2012 real yeah. music was and still a little bit of new school at the same time, you feel me? So, um, and then when I did it, I thought about drama, like, I was trying to get in touch with him. I was like, I gotta do this, because all the dedication mixtapes from Lil Wayne, I used to love them the most. Tell me. Yeah, that was nice. I came up off them shits my damn self. No kids. That's odd. How did you link up with drama? Um, I got in contact with him through my uh, my manager, Dizzy. That guy, uh, we got, he had, he had, he was cool with him already. So I was like, man, hit that boy up, man. And then we chopped it up from there. He was like, shit, he down. That's hard. I sent him the songs. He was like, yo, these songs hard. And then we just added some more songs on there. Feel me? That's real player. Yeah. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Talk to us about Break the Bank featuring Meek Mill. Oh, Break the Bank. That was a record that me and Meek did. It wasn't even planned for this project. It's planned for like really his shit. And then... Just like Benny Hanna. Benny Hanna was supposed to be like an album song. We just, man, we like, you know what, man? It's a drama tape. Like, niggas ain't do drama in a minute, man. Fuck it, just throw the song on there. Gave me that song, throw it on there. <clears throat> yeah, that, that Break the Bank. One of them club joints. Them shits. 
How proud of yourself are you to put together such a well-detailed project and a well-received project? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm most definitely satisfied. I'm, I'm hard on myself, so I'm most definitely satisfied. Like, it be, that be it though. Like, you don't want to come out regular, like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you building. Like, you don't want to build and then flop, like, disappoint. You feel me? I was building like, yeah, this shit gotta go. This shit too hard. If, if I like listening to it myself, I know it's hard. Cause I don't listen to my own music like that. But I, I, this tape was probably the most tape. I, it's the only tape out of all my tapes I played the most. Like jamming to myself on my own time. So you knew? Yeah, like I knew this, this, this it. Show that. What's the biggest sacrifice you feel you had to make for your career this far? The biggest sacrifice? The biggest sacrifice I had to make for this shit was shit, doing the time. That was a big sacrifice. The time of my life. But I didn't know before I did the time I was going to be a rapper though. I ain't never had that in my plans, but that was the sacrifice. Not that I understand it, that was the sacrifice. Miami got a lot of talented people. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of talent in Miami. Like, it's, it's, it's too much. Like, it's a, it, I mean, you'd be surprised how much sauce, like, how much sauce is down there in Miami. Like, niggas be hearing and then niggas be taking this because it just, everybody's structure got to be better. You know, structure and egos. Like, a lot of people down there got egos. Cause we kind of spoiled down in Miami, you feel me? Everybody's is like, niggas, everybody's touching some type of money. They doing their own thing, so everybody feel like they, they're a boss. The support system, not that strong, you feel me? But if it was strong, trust me, Miami would be a problem, bro. There's a lot of talent in Miami, like, a lot of talent. Would you say the artists are supportive of one another? Not, not mean, not really. Like, it's coming together now, though. Like, but if it was been like that, man, nobody wouldn't be able to take it from us. The sounds we come up with is, is different. For sure that. How did you come in contact with Meek Mill and end up signing the Dream Chasers, man? Um, shit, uh, my homeboy DJ E Money, he, um, he, uh, let uh, Meek hear my music one day just before he got locked up. And then, um, he was like, man, he came back, he money came back to me, he was like, man, Meek fuck with your shit hard. Like, I'm like, all right, it's cool. I'm thinking it's like, he, he probably heard this, like, it's cool. Like, he's like, nah, yo, she fucking with your shit hard. Then he got locked up, got out. And he told Zoe and he money, like, yo, I want to meet Toppy personally. We met up on the water, on the skis and the yacht and shit. And then he rapped my whole song in my face. He's like, yo, I'm trying to sign you. Like, I was like, shit, for sure. Nigga rapped the whole song. I was like, damn. That's hard. What was that moment like for you, knowing you just faced so many years like, yourself, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, this nigga just rapped my whole song. My homeboys can't even do that. Man. Yeah. I was like, fuck. What made you be like, all right, look, I'm going to fuck with me, then? Yeah, I mean, it was it was right, because it's like, he don't really be on the goofy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, this game was turning, like, that's that was my biggest fear. I'm watching the game turn into, like, like a whole bunch of gimmicks and goofball shit. That ain't my stilo. I can't even act that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, even play like that. You know what I'm saying? I can't even act like that. So it's like me going, fucking with somebody that's on that same type of time, it's a mutual understanding. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let my work speak for itself, not that gimmick shit. You know I mean? For sure that. What else you working on at the moment? Um, working on my album for, to drop this year. That's hard. Yeah, and I'm working on more videos for the tape. That's hard. You got the title for the album? Not yet. I had one, but I'm changing it. I'm finna change it. Sure. The album gonna be crazy though.
It's gonna be harder than the last tape. Yeah. Any features, producers? Features, I don't know about yet. I did, I've been working on the album. I didn't. I didn't recorded probably over eighty songs for the album. That's hard. Oh yeah. You stay working, dog. Yeah, I dropped seven, eight mixtapes in two years. What keeps you so consistent and motivated? Where I'm from. It's not easy to make it where I'm from. It's not easy at all. Like, we got all the shit. We got the, you know, the, the, the lifestyle and all that shit. But it's hard to make it from Miami, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like hard. Like how to, it's hard to, for the Dolphins to win the championship. It's, it's hard to make it out of Miami with the music on the music scene. It's hard. So the fact that I got signed is like a blessing, bro. Yeah. I really worked my ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Like two and a half years, forty videos. Stop playing with that man. Yeah. Like yeah. I ain't. I ain't come to play. If it's one thing or one message you could leave from your music, what would it be? Um, ain't no excuse. Cause, yeah, in the last four or five years, I done, I done lived through the ups and downs. I done lived probably five people lives in the last four or five years. Like, people, the, the skin I got, boy, not anybody could just jump in my skin and handle the shit I've been through. Like. So it's like, it's, and then people say that shit, it's like, ain't no excuse. It's no excuse. Show that. People tell me that, though. It's like, man, I read your story, read your background. Looked at your first interviews, bro, you motivated me. Ain't no excuse. I got to these random people don't even know me. I'm saying, like, niggas with your story damn near, like, goaded. You know what I'm saying? Y'all almost immortal. Like, y'all got all the lives. There's no excuse. Yeah. I done didn't. And, and it's not like I wasn't born with no silver spoon. Yeah. I ain't have nothing handed to me. Got out just like everybody else, struggling on the bus, walking, hot sun, all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My boy said he ain't have it easy. Yeah, I ain't have it easy. I just grind it. And a year later, I'm a big foreign. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was it being locked up with Fat Joe? Fat Joe, that's my dog. Fat Joe family. Um, he was cool. Like my first time meeting him, he was so he's solid. He extra solid. Even in jail. Yeah, even in jail, he like. His 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 spirit is just is high. Like he ain't, he ain't let nothing. He cool as hell. He ain't scary. None of that. Like you a real nigga. I fuck with Fat Joe. Like for real, for real. You a real solid nigga, bro. What's some of the words of wisdom he gave you behind that wall? <clears throat> it's not not really about words and wisdom. I just listen to people talk. Like sometimes you listen to them talk, especially you listen to them talking up. And if they real nigga, they, you gonna you gonna catch some shit. You gonna catch some shit. So. I listen to him talk. He tell me like what to watch out for in the industry and what the industry consists of. As long as you mind your own business, like, you know what I'm saying? Watch who you deal with, stuff like that. Everybody know the industry fake. But you carry yourself a certain way, you won't really get caught up in too much. But yeah, I take heed to all that. For sure. And it makes sense. For sure. Any last words and shout outs? Um, well. That street clarity is 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 pumping through Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And, and everybody's in Philly, New York, everybody's saying the same thing, but it's tape serious. But I'm just letting niggas know like this top of the year. Pun you down. Yeah, it's top of the year. No, I ain't much boasting like they gonna you gonna see what I'm talking about. For sure that. Yeah, you gonna see. This shit it getting too easy now. For sure. Yeah. Hey there. 
Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.